so this is what it's like. Welcome to The Good, a podcast produced by Design Works Group, celebrating people and everything good in this world. Good morning, everyone. It is the week. Of November 18th, 2019. Logan and I are sitting in the studio about to do, I don't know why I say that because we're doing a, a new a new podcast right now. We aren't about to do it, we're in the middle of doing it. It's almost Thanksgiving. It's almost Thanksgiving. Hey, thanks for saving me. I was, oh, about, you, I was about to like make that make sense in my head for like the next 10 minutes and nobody would have been listening by that time. I so wasn't saving you. You said November 18th and it just clicked. Yeah. We're like, what? A week and a week and a half from Thanksgiving. We two should weeks? do a, we should do a special the good on for Thanksgiving. We're two weeks away from Black Friday. Yeah, we're also what to say the fifteenth. Is there two days that are closer as close as Black Friday and Thanksgiving to each other that are couldn't be more opposite? Um, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Besides, like maybe Christmas and your birthday. <laughs> Dang it! Both celebrations of. Never mind. I almost got real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once for Jesus and once for someone who loves the Lord. So. Yeah. I turned 30 in 10 days. Say the 15th. What is today? 15th, man. 15th. I turned 30 in 10 days. Holy cow. Yep. You're going to be a grown man. I, I, I noticed how, uh, I don't know if it was how old I'm getting or just how like dad bodish I'm getting <laughs> because the shirt I was wearing yesterday. I'd constantly look down, and I would just have a button that <laughs> that kept like popping out. Then I got home yesterday, and I I was holding Walker, and Emily's dad was um, over at our house because he was gonna watch Walker while we were putting lights on our house. And I was holding Walker, and Emily just said, she looked down and said, "Hey, you have a button undone." <laughs> I was just like, oh, "Gosh, same one, it. same one." Yeah, luckily, I actually wore a uh, undershirt. That day. I think that just means you're happy. Yeah, I have no idea. Just happy, man. I think it just means I have a malfunctioning button. My dad looked at me last night and said, hey, you should get a haircut. That's what he said. (laughs) Did he look at you from the side or from the front, though? Side. Okay. Well, he said, hey, you should get a haircut. I said, you don't like it? He said, "Uh, no. I said, it looks professional. He's like, that's not what I said. It looks fine, but you should get a haircut. I said, no, I'm not going to. I said, I'm getting one in a few weeks, but I'm going to keep it going. Yeah, but it's going to, yeah, it's just going to accentuate everything even more. Yeah, the flow is going to continue. Yeah. I did find, I did find <laughs> that picture of uh, what I would look like if I had your haircut today. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and I, I think it's a good look. I don't, I, I don't know. You don't need the rat tail to have a good haircut, but I do think it would be good for yeah. you. Anyways, so you're, this is your first time listening. This is the good. Um, We're rolling today. Yeah, we uh, started this podcast just to bring some uh, some good news to the listeners because it seems like we're just surrounded by bad news. So um, this is a podcast dedicated to celebrating people and everything good in this world. Uh, so that's why we started this, just to highlight some stories that aren't told that often on, on national news or local news. So um, we always start this podcast by... Talking about what's good in our lives. So what's good? A lot of things. You sure? Yeah. 
Are you trying to think of something right now? I think I'm in that. I think I've come out of a season of being sick and having a lot of chaos around us. And we still have some chaos around us. I think we always probably will. But um, yeah, I think that it's like that weird place where I'm just kind of like content and happy. Uh-huh. So I don't notice things, so which is why I like this podcast. Um, but yeah, this weekend we're we're gonna celebrate my wife's birthday with some friends. That's gonna be fun. A onesie party, which I haven't gotten a onesie for, but that's fun. Um, my daughter's doing really good, and uh, it's almost Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be the first year that I am thankful for the holidays. Gobble gobble, mu- <laughs> greatest movie of all time. Yeah. By the yeah. way, if you if you are just a fan of this podcast, you should watch. Should we recommend it? Let's continue on, Jared. What's yeah. going good in your life? Um, so what's going good in my life is tonight. My mother is watching our baby, and Emily and I get to have a date night. Where y'all going? Um, <laughs> so we, we were gonna go get some pizza and then go to a movie, but I think we're changing it up now. And I don't know what the exact plan is now because we're also taking food to some of our other friends that just had a baby. Um, but I think we're going to go eat and then go to the brewery, maybe. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to be at the brewery tonight. And I'm going to get a onesie after work for your wife's birthday party yeah. tomorrow. So hopefully I can find a good onesie. But yeah, we get to enjoy life without a baby for the f- not for the first time because we get to do it pretty often because we have pretty awesome people that like watching our baby for us. But it's a blessing, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of is. But then it, I think it's also it's it's a blessing for us because we get we get a little break um we get some time together alone but then it also like makes you realize how big of a blessing your baby is yeah because like that time away you're like man you like kind of start missing your baby and start wondering if he's doing okay for the person that's watching them then once you like see him again for like the for after like two or three hours like they have a baby i know it's like the best thing to come home to you yeah it's also nice to like have some of the pressure taken off that you have other people around you helping you yeah so it's like other people help and shape and mold yeah. your kid versus yeah. it being like, I don't know. Kids can be like me. That's what good. That's what's good. Also, we, uh, I think I've, I've already mentioned this before. It's my favorite time of year. Um, but I'm going to have a fire the other night in our house, which is like my, my absolute favorite thing. But then <laughs> it was like that super windy night and the wind was so strong that it was like blowing, I guess, down our chimney and just pushing all the smoke into our house. So then we just had to evacuate, evacuate uh, Walker out of the living room to the back room so he wasn't just inhaling just in smoke from our fire. But yeah, um, fires and all that this time of year. Yeah, just a good time of year. So that's, what, that, that's what's good in my life. We didn't seem as, uh, we didn't seem as high energy on that. On, on what? The goods. I, I did really bad on the goods. Life's no. good for me. Yeah, I know. But I sounded bad. No, you sounded fine. Okay. Almost bust you there. Okay. You can Here we go. You too. I got thirty cups blocking the button from me. Let me move them real quick. So I don't know. Can, I don't know what button it is, or I'd click so it. So we can move on to the next segment. So here we go. Happy hi hi a hi hi a hi coos. This is your first time listening. This is a segment called Happy Haikus, where we use up all of our brain energy to come up with these three lines that comprise a haiku. So prepare yourselves. You might want to buckle up for the, for this segment. 
because it might just blow you right off your seat. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have described that this is that section because I did not use my brain power and I stole lyrics from a song. <laughs> okay, so you, thanks. You go first then. I uh, actually stole one from one I had banked back, but so then, did I. but then uh, creep back up because of some stuff I was doing last night. So mine just lyrics to a song. <laughs> so thanks for saying it's, using just, brain it's power. just like straight lyrics from a song. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, don't tell me what song it is after. Am I gonna know right after that? What song? Okay. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through? Crap, didn't work. And that's it. Do you ever feel like, like a plastic bag? Drifting. Oh, who's that? Is that this hot again? Oh, fireworks. That's Katie Perry. Katie Perry. Here you go. Got it. <laughs> also put in my haiku good, the word like a good plastic bag. And I didn't read that because that's not right. But but it worked. It didn't work. That's why that was the, the beauty of the haiku. It said oh. it through and then it said crap didn't work. But it but it did work with you putting the crap it didn't work in yep. there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, so, that is the, I think out of all the haikus we've done, that is the laziest haiku of all time. But it worked. Yep. It worked. It fit, it fit the format. It fit the format. It fit the format. Here's mine. Electrical stuff. Tip. Never DIY it. It can be shocking. <laughs> Did you write that initially before or after you were a dad? Uh, it was after. Yeah, it was after. I can tell. It can be shocking. <laughs> you know what? You shouldn't do electrical. Get an electrician or else it can be shocking. It's <laughs> good. It's a good. It's a good. That's a good haiku. I do like that one. You won the haiku. Yeah, we are uh, putting up some uh, Christmas lights for this party tomorrow and apparently blew a fuse or something in the outlet. So then it made me think of that. <laughs> And I didn't feel like thinking of a new one, so I just I just use that. That's a good one. But yeah, it's the one thing I I am super hesitant to DIY. Electrical and plumbing, man. Yep, I don't want to don't want to get a little shock. <laughs> All right, well here we go. Let's go. Yep, next segment. If you're down and feeling kind of crappy, well, guess what? We'll make you happy, happy headlines. Yeah. I feel like I made it like two or three episodes in a row where my transitions were, were decent. Now it's all gone away. No, but I think um, I think you're doing great. That's what Thanks, I think. Thanks, man. Yeah, I Thanks. think you're doing great. All right, I'm going to go first. Um, mainly because I just want to get mine over with. Because I didn't do a great job of reading these and I don't have notes. So who's, uh, I have no idea if I'm going to summarize this great or not. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, I think you should. But can you guess the theme of my first story? Um, It's going to either be, it's probably going to be something around transportation. It's about a bus driver. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, Again, if this is your first time listening for some reason, I'm just drawn to bus driver stories. So I've had multiple bus driver stories on this on this podcast. We got a new one. And this one is bus driver saves two kids wandering alone in 18 degree weather. Um, so basically, this bus driver was on her route. And I think it like mentioned that she was like five minutes early on her route or she got started five minutes early 
And that's the reason that she was able to, to like spot these kids. And if she would have been on like on normal time, not early, she wouldn't have seen these kids. But she was on her bus route or on the way to her bus route. She saw these two young kids. I think one was two years old and one was six years old. And um, it was super cold that day. Like, I think it said it was 18 degrees. One of the kids like both. Well, both of the kids like weren't dressed appropriately for the cold. Mm. Um, I think. It mentioned like the, the little two year old girl didn't have pants on. So she saw these two kids outside in the 18 degree cold weather without the appropriate clothing. And she stopped her route and pulled over and um, picked them up and like kind of started talking to them. She like took off her, her own co- coat and like covered them with it so they could warm up. And she like started talking to them and she asked them like what they were doing and they said they're looking for grandma and apparently their grandma was watching them and she went down to the basement, I guess to get something. And they thought she's, I guess they thought she just like bounced or, or left or something. And they just like bounced off the house to, I guess to follow her or oh try to gosh. find out where she went or what. They yeah ended up kind of getting lost in this neighborhood. Bus driver comes along. Um, she contacts police, and they come. They they uh, get into contact with the grandma. She meets everybody like at this bus and gets the, her her grandkids back. So I bet that was a terrifying. How do you know what the time frame was? Like how long? Um, it said it didn't give like an exact time time frame, but it said the grandma like arrived pretty quick after she was contacted. So. I'm sure she was oh kind of freaking out when she got back up from the basement and her two two and six-year-old grandchildren were missing. And the front and, door's just open. And the front door's open, and it's 18 degrees outside. So bus drivers, there's always, there's always there. And a lot of these stories are simple, sto- or like simple, somewhat simple scenarios that the bus drivers are in, but they still, which is why I like these stories so much, they still like stop in the middle of their job. Yep, to help these people. Yeah, whether it's a two and six year old kid or whether it's an older person who needs medical attention or whatever it is, they stop like yep. in the middle of their route and take action. Yep. So good job, bus drivers! Y'all have found a way to my heart during this podcast. Yeah, and I have a lot of respect for you guys. We need to just go uh, set this up on a bus sometime and uh-huh. do a podcast from a bus for you. Yeah. You can just interview the bus driver. Golly, that, that's like my dream. They're just like everyday heroes. I know. They just run, they just basically all just run the city. I know. We need a bus driver day. Is that a thing? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it is because there's a day for everything. But if there's not, that's a uh, that's an injustice uh, to bus drivers. It is. Heroes, man. Yep. My first one um, is, the headline is, Hospital Knits Mr. Rogers Sweaters for all the newborns in honor of World Kindness Day. I think both of us have a pretty big heart for the man, the myth. Oh, yeah. Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah. If you've never seen the documentary that came out, it's amazing. And I haven't seen the movie yet. Is it out yet? I don't know. I don't think it's out. I think it's about to come out. But Tom Hanks looks... So much like him. Looks just like him. And I'm kind of worried to take Emily to see that movie because... She ha- she already has like a huge crush on Tom Hanks. It's gonna be a problem though. And I think he, she also has like a mild crush on like older people, like maybe specifically Mister Rogers. So Tom Hanks playing Mister Rogers could, could be a problem. 
but if you wore a sweater, it could help. Yeah. I would recommend trying at least, but, um, yeah. First off, I didn't know, um, that November 13th was world kindness day. Um, and it's also celebrated as cardigan day. And I don't know if that's actually connected because of Mr. Rogers, but I'm going to believe it is. Um, but you know, obviously since Mr. Rogers is a hero to our generation, um, and he passed away in 2003. Does that sound right? Sure. It's probably in the article somewhere, but yeah, 2003, here it is. Um, but yeah, at this, um, hospital, they decided that they were going to knit sweaters and little shoes for these kids. Look at this. Yeah, that's also, I want that outfit for Walker. I know. Look at that baby. So bad. I think it's because we've been getting a hold of a bunch of babies lately that it just, and also having kids, it just like messes me up. Um, but yeah, all the garments were made by a hospital nurse named Caitlin. Um, and then upon successfully dressing the newborn residents in their adorable Mr. Rogers costumes, um, the staffers invited television star's widow, Mrs. Rogers, to the hospital for a surprise. And so she showed up. She was married to Mr. Rogers for 51 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. And, uh, yeah, it was a Pittsburgh hospital. They posted a bunch of pictures. We can post it. I think we should post this one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was uh, super cool. And it's kind of more of a cheap headline just because I want to the opportunity to celebrate Mr. Rogers. So the thing about Mr. Rogers, I, th- I think he, and maybe maybe not so much anymore, but I think he was, like, one of the like most misunderstood TV personalities during his time. Yeah. And I, I remember, like, even like after Mr. Rogers neighborhood, like ended airing, like there's all those stories that he was like, actually like a killer, not like a, like, not like a killer, but he was like, like a, a Marine or something. He's like a Marine tatted like, up. under his sweater. He's like all tatted up and stuff. Then I, I like watched that documentary. <sighs> that dude was the best. That whole like skit where he was like, was washing the, the person's feet and like this, yeah. the, like pool cleaner or whatever. Yeah. It was a black guy. Yeah. And at that point, it was like segregation in pools. And he was like, no, no, no. We're not celebrating that. Yeah. And he crossed every line. He broke every rule. They said every time they were going to do anything, like uh, there was a shooting. He's like, well, we got to explain this to these kids somehow. Mm-hmm. Like they've already heard about it. We're going to talk about it. But I, I kind of have this theory that he would have not been as misunderstood now. Yeah. Because I think he would have, with social media, would have had more of a platform. Mm-hmm. But he single-handedly fought the government with, for PBS to keep his stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, really, seemingly, from everybody around him, a hero. And I think the thing that made me like him even more was he was like a minister. Mm-hmm. Like, seemed with the cardigan and his show and how he acted, like he would be very uptight and, like, serious. And, like, the stuff he did with, like, his staff and the jokes and stuff that they pulled on him and that his reaction... I think he might be top five greatest people. He might be. Especially of our generation. Yep. So shout out to Mr. Rogers and shout out to Miss Rogers for taking the time to go and celebrate with this hospital. Shout out to those babies for looking fly. I know. And these pictures are an absolute and utter problem. Yeah. Very cute. All right. My next one is the headline is same eyes, same hair. Adorable kindergartners dressed alike for twin day insist they look exactly the same. So there's a school in Alabama. I think it said they have a twin day. I don't know if it was every Friday or um, one Friday during every month, but they have like a twin day. Um, And this kid went home 
and was like talking to his mom and was like the the two kids in the story their names were Miles and Tanner and Miles went home and was basically like mom I need a I need to be a twin with with Tanner because we look exactly the same we have like the same eyes and the same face and all that so his his mom like went to Walmart that night and got um, two matching outfits so they could wear and um, they both wore them and they were twins and then the um, so I guess I should have said this from the beginning. Miles is white and Tanner is black. Mm. Um, oh, let's go. So yeah, Miles just came home and was like, "Hey, me and me and Tanner, we look the exact same. So I want I want to be twins, and Tanner wants to be twins with me um, on Twin Day. So there's a picture of them in their classroom that their teacher took. Um, obviously, there's um, um. Uh, differences between them, like how they look, but they think they look the exact same, and yeah, they don't they, see they, they don't see any any difference. So, um, super cool that the like the, um, I don't know, just the like innocence of children is one of the most beautiful things ever, and I wish that wouldn't disappear as much as it does once you grow up. But yeah, just the these kids and their innocence and their, um, just compassion and passion for each other and their kindness towards each other. And I don't know, I think a lot of adults, if they just like studied children and how they treat each other could learn a lot. Yeah. So good job, Miles and Tanner. Um, for just being them, for just being y'all and not caring and loving each other and being great friends. Yeah. Y'all are a great example. Think about how, the world. how small that is in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like mom just went, Bought some clothes, twin day, but like how much that resonates with resonates with everybody. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It really is. Heroes. Mm-hmm. That's just two how old are they? Kindergarten. So two kindergartners. Uh four, five, six. I guess five or six. So I think kindergarten age. Shout out to the mom for going and getting stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't know if the mom knew Tanner. Um I kinda hope she didn't. And then saw the picture and then just lost it. Yeah. It was just like this is like the innocence of that. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is. So yeah, I'll uh I'll try and get that picture posted so y'all can y'all can see the uh Miles and Tanner dressed as twins. Were they were they twin twinning day. up? They're 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 twinned up. What are they wearing? The exact same. It was like a um like a flannel long sleeve top and look like black pants. So swagged out. Yeah. Let's go. My last one uh, is an is an honor of a great man, but also an honor of you. You're not that story has nothing to do with you, so don't get too excited. But uh, this was you already know about this story. But watch Jeopardy's Alex Trebek uh. get choked up when a contest uses or a contestant uses his final answer to express love for the host. Uh, if you do not know, and Jared, I know this is my headline, but you can jump in if I say anything wrong. But Alex Trebek this year mm-hmm. was diagnosed with stage five. Stage four is four or five. Four or five uh, pancreatic cancer, which does not have a great statistical outcome. Yeah. I think the prognosis is like two to, uh, like majority of people die within two to six months. And I, I forgot, well, like, I think there's like a 5% survival rate of people making it two years or it might have been five years. Something like that. Not great. So, yeah, not great. And uh, so right now they're in the, if you don't watch Jeopardy, 
They're in the Tournament of Champions. Jared watches Jeopardy every day. Uh He's up to date on it. I'm not good at trivia, but I watch it with Jared at work sometimes. Um, But I don't know how to say this guy's name. Droof. Droof. Thank you. Do you want to just take it from here? No, you got it. um, But in the last round, it's where they get to bid their total and then answer the final question. Uh, He did not know the answer, but instead of taking a guess... Uh, he just wrote, we love you, Alex, on the board. And Alex has been through a lot, but always his, like, uh, one of the things I do appreciate is, like, his how stoic he is, but also his, like, kind of wittiness. He's, yeah. He'll, he's uh, pretty quick. He'll, uh, like, subtly roast some of the contestants sometimes, which, yeah. I, which I love about him. Yeah, but he's very stoic about it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't come across hateful. He's just very witty. But it locked him up. And uh, it kind of made me cry watching it again. But uh, he said, like, that's very kind of you. Thank you. And then... <laughs> He was obviously saying, well, that takes your total down to $5. Um, but that moment was kind of cool. But I think what's awesome is from the very beginning of him being diagnosed, he said, like, hey, we're going to be positive. And we're going to believe we can beat this. And uh, the final quote in this article says that doctors said that they hadn't seen this kind of positive result in their memory. Um, some of the tumors have already shrunk by more than 50%. So he's doing good. Looks great. But, um, yeah, I think it's cool. Like, it's cool that I know Jeopardy is a show, but it's cool they have, like, a little uh, community. Yeah. And that they, they give them some love. Yeah. I just, I just started – I got I kind of got hooked on Jeopardy probably, like, the beginning of this year. Again. I mean, I'm just, like, giving away how, how rapidly I'm aging. Right. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> just buttons popping off my shirt. <laughs> Watching Jeopardy. Yeah, I started I got, I got kind of hooked on uh, – Jeopardy at the beginning of this year. And I'd always watch it on my lunch break and I'd like keep <laughs> I like keep my own score while I was, while I was watching it. Um but yeah, I, I kinda I kinda fell in love with Alex Trebek and he just seems like a stand up dude and like people see him like every single day and then that news came out where he had whatever stage it was, like late stage pancreatic cancer and he like hasn't changed his demeanor. He's the same person. And I think um, he's like a, like Jeopardy and his demeanor and Jeopardy is like a, a 30 minute respite for people. Like, Good word. Like every single, I guess, weekday. Um, so I'm fond of Jeopardy and I'm fond of Alex Trebek. So yeah. I'm glad you did a story over that. Yeah. I think it's cool. I Obviously, trivia is not my favorite thing. I'm not good at it, but I enjoy, enjoy watching it. But I don't know. There's something about no matter if you're the host of Jeopardy or just a human being around people that just like being able to have the energy to bring that level of positivity mm-hmm. and such a dark outcome. Yeah. Uh, seemingly dark outcome. Um, I think it's beautiful. And I think when other people acknowledge your heroics and then give you love, I think it's beautiful. And sometimes yeah. it's not like having to be a hero. It's like the good. Sometimes it's just like words and affirmation that can yeah. change people's life. So, yeah. Shout out to. Drew, 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 Drew. Yeah, sorry, Drew. I'm, yeah, he, I'm not he, very smart. Drew won the uh, the college tournament, so then he got invited to the tournament of champions. So I'd also like to say shout to Drew's uh, bow tie that he was wearing. Oh yeah, fly. Oh yeah, looked fresh, man. Oh yeah, good work. Um, man, I guess you got anything else? No, nah, man. Episode? I'm feeling I good. Really good. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for man. See another terrible transition. Just cutting straight to ending this. Oh, we're done. We're done. Okay. 
thank you guys for listening. Um, we've been posting some of these stories on our Facebook page. You can find that at facebook.com slash listen to the good. Um, if you want to read any of the stories or see any of the pictures that we talk about on the episode, you can see them there. Um, and we have some other social accounts and we also have an email, listen to the good at gmail.com. If you have any of your own stories and you can hit us up on any of those and we will, uh, talk about them on the podcast because we want to get some listeners involved and, um, just hear good stories that our listeners are experiencing as well. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. We will be back next week. We hope you guys have a, a great week and as always, be on the lookout for the good.